In China. In oh, China, bro. Bro, bro, bro. I mean, bro. It... President Mao paid for this himself. Yeah, so do we still think Harden's going to get traded before Lillard? I say yes, but Daryl Morey, he's not making it very easy. He's being very stubborn and just digging his feet in. There just really isn't a market for Lillard at this moment. He's going to go trade deadline. I think Harden goes first. Yeah, it's kind of hard for Daryl Morey. I mean, and it's good for James. I mean, James Harden succeeded in doing what he attempted to, which is making pushing his way out of Philadelphia by any, you know, way, shape, or form. So it's kind of hard to keep the guy on your team who's supposed to be your second best player who's like protesting playing for your team. Okay, so I've got Harden going first. Who do you have going first, Marcus? Uh, Harden. Sean? Harden, uh, since day one. It's Will, is, Will, Will is not moving anytime soon. A little, little treat for the fans out there. Uh, you know, some Philadelphia talk to start it off. Welcome back. This is Sean here, one of the hosts of Charity Stripe Commentary. I'm joined by Marcus. Marcus, how are you doing? Say hi to the folks. Oh, my girlfriend's mad at me, so, you know, it's just a regular uh, Monday going on, but hi, folks. Hi, yeah, you know, having your young boy problems, you know, those are those are so cute. Trey, you're almost at my stone age of an age, but how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm living that, that midlife, mid, midlife groove because I've got the happy wife upstairs watching TV, so I am good to go, sir. How are you? Oh, you know, can't complain. It was a good weekend. You know, you had the FIBA basketball. F1 was back from summer break. It was an absolute shit show on the track, and just they had no idea what was happening with the weather. But we're here to talk about uh, basketball. We're not here to talk about racing. So, <laughs> so you brought up you brought up FIBA. I haven't watched anything, but all of the podcasts tell me that uh, Ant is making the leap. From what I can see, he is there. He's they're sharing the highlights. Minutes. The highlights are pretty. That's for sure. That that is definitely true. Marcus, have you been keeping up with the FIBA? Oh my god, yeah. Any basketball content that we can get in the drought is good content. And to see Rudy Gobert go down again, you know, I'm I'm, I'm always front row for that shit. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then to lose to Latvia, that's just that that was rough. That was pay- that was kind of painful a, 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 a team of scrubs. Cause, yeah, because none of their star players were even playing. Was, well, Ru- was, Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah, for Latvia. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't have. They didn't have. Um, did you guys catch who was on the Chinese basketball team? I did not. Slow mo. Slow mo. Yeah, he became a Chinese so, citizen. Before we get off of France, was the quote real about Batum saying he was ashamed to go home after that loss, after losing out like that? I bet it was. Like I bet it was. I'm just like, what? What happened? It was just a collapse, bro. 
Like yeah. it was just un, un, it was bad bad behavior on their part, clearly. But again, I wanted to talk about Ant Man and taking the leap because I am all in on the Timberwolves. And if Ant really is the the leader of this squad, the guy who takes over and just makes it look like he's the man amongst boys against legitimate competition. I think that's huge going into this year for a Timberwolves team that really, really needs to have a a good start to the regular season after injuries and, you know, trades and stuff have, haven't had the, they haven't had the chemistry to get going up until finally, hopefully this point. No, and um, he, you know, I hate to have a shameless plug here, but he even talked about the heat conditioning and he's working with Eric Spolster right now. So I think just having a summer of conditioning under a sharp, stouted coach will really do good for his, not only his development, but just for his coaching and just his leadership going on to his team that hopefully he's able to translate that same effort and same conditioning with just the intensity uh, into the team, into the Minnesota team. So would you sell your soul if instead of Damian Lillard, Anthony Edwards, the, the Timberwolves were like 10 games under 500 at the trade deadline, and Anthony Edwards just said, get me out of here. I want to go to Miami. Bro, would you, bro, would you what sell a, your soul for that? Yeah, hell, now, 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 now this is a trade. <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely, yes. God, yes. Oh, what do you want? <laughs> Well, we're in fantasy land here, so he can I, ask I, I for think, anything. I, I think I took out Trey. <laughs> On the bright side, they won't want Bam, surely, right? They have oh, God, three no. guys already. No, bro. Why would you want the Nigerian Gobert when you can just have the authentic thing? <sighs> no, absolutely. Minnesota's going to trade Cat before they ever trade Ant-Man. That's ridiculous. Okay, so you guys also agree Ant-Man's taking the leap. Who else has been good? I uh, Burns talked a lot about Josh Hart and his passing in FIBA and just how the type of player he is leads to the style of uh, FIBA play versus NBA play. Uh, so has he? did he pop for you guys? And if not him, who else do you want to shout out? I really like how aggressive Shea's been for Team Canada. Like he's really, you know – had his foot on the driver's pedal the entire time. And I think that's something that's to translate that. I think that we wanted to see out of him. Like, I know that you can, I know that we're, he's able to score at a heavy load uh, in the NBA, but just being able to take that and take the drive and just to surmount it, to have the same intensity. Same thing with uh, Anthony Edwards. I just think that shit's going to pay off dividends in the regular season. Sorry if I stole anyone's answers. You absolutely stole mine with SGA. He's, He's been phenomenal for Canada. I, I, the Josh Hart point, I really like that from you, Trey, because he's been working with Jalen Brunson, so that's that's really helped their chemistry going into the season. Um, I just, yeah, no, it was Shea. That's who I was. That's who I was about. And Josh Giddy, he's. I think Oklahoma City just came out absolutely loving the FIBA games. So there's no chance the uh, the United States gets less than gold, right? It's a lock. No, no. You don't think it's a lock? 
No. Can, 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 I, I can see can, Canada could give them the fucking business, honestly. Yeah, let's. There's but some the, other the, good teams out there. Like it's not America's to lose. It's right, America's yeah, lost to win. Who, who who do I need to be paying attention to? Not France. No, no, no. It's Dominican Republic's two zero, but they're in a weaker group. I'll have to pull up the group. You expect me to be scared of of Cat and Jordan Clarkson? You never know. No, he's. <laughs> I I guess Cat is the greatest big man shooter of all time. You're right. I do need to put some respect <laughs> on his name, especially given how much I'm about to talk him up here in a little bit. So, Cat has looked good in the international play this offseason, hasn't he? Again, I've just seen the highlights, but in the highlights, he's looked good. Yeah, as you pointed out, he just like some of the other players, the the international game suits his style a little more. It's not as it's more finesse than it is brute strength as it is in the NBA. Um, G- Germany's been playing well. You've got Luca on Slovenia. Like there are some there's some missteps out there for the USA in the knockout rounds. So it's it's not a cakewalk, but they they have looked strong and they did the right thing with the team that they brought. So I can see why Americans are feeling so hot. I mean, how can you not when you have this USA pride going on? But it's, I mean, at first when you saw the roster, you're like, okay, how is it all going to work together? But when you watch it and actually as a work of art and they actually play together and the chemistry that they have, it's it's fun. It's really fun. I think that I'm enjoying international ball a lot more than I am the, the conventional NBA game. As Sean said, I do like the finesse and like the more flair on the game as much as you know the running gun and the just the dump off. Um, but yeah, I like I, I see Canada, I see USA winning. I wouldn't be surprised if Canada took the gold, honestly. Well, I am a patriot, sir, so I'm team USA all the way, and that's all I have to say. About that. <laughs> Damn. Sean, 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 when I get annexed from my country, will you take me? <laughs> they... Yeah, we'll take you on. We've got uh, Carabana just happened, so you just missed the summer, but the winter, you know, it's it's nice. You're, you're picking the you're picking the perfect time to go to Canada. Yeah, That's your yeah perfect time to come up here. <laughs> um, but you had mentioned the T Wolves. I'm a little higher on the Kings personally, Trey, so I'm going to bring them up, but you can discuss the T-Wolves as well. Uh, You had mentioned Sabonis, them having great injury luck throughout the regular season until right near the playoffs when Sabonis' hand and taking away that shooting threat. Some people talk about a ceiling. I think it's the sky's the limit for them, honestly. It's about what's the floor. So we we saw them get the the four seed, or no, the three seed, and then they just you know came up against a juggernaut that they couldn't beat in the playoffs. I, I mean, think Steph they're... Curry had another an otherworldly game seven to beat them, and it was yeah. still close. Again, like you said, Sabonis didn't have uh, his shooting ability, so it it they went up against a juggernaut, and the juggernaut had to have the game of games to to put them out. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think right now Kings fans should be talking about playoffs, not like a pipe dream as like a thing that they should be looking forward to every year because I think they are a playoff team now if they keep this core together and build on it. So that's that's the team I'm looking forward to, but the Wolves do intrigue me as well, not as much as you. I think you said they were going to be in the Western Conference Finals in this upcoming season last year. If I'm not no, mistaken. I, I'm, I'm saying it. I'm saying it this year. Okay. I'm saying it for for this year. I'm calling that now. Last year, I said they would make the playoffs, and I thought they they had a chance to. But I was worried it, that it would take time for them to gel. I didn't think it would take this long with the injuries and everything. But I really thought it would be year two before everything really clicked. And I'm I'm buying all. I'm all in on it after the the. Uh, highlights and the rec- the emergence of Ant as the number one bona fide guy. I think he's going to be great in the regular season, and I think the size with Cat and Gobert are going to lead them to the Western Conference Finals. And I mean, Cat. So you have the COVID, you have lockdown, you have COVID. He he loses his mom and all those other people, and he gets it. Then he he comes back and he's getting back, you know, into game shape, and he gets hurt again, and now he's finally back healthy. He's been able to get in shape. And I think he has a chance to really come through this season compared to the disappointments of the last few, now that he's finally back in tip-top condition. So I'm I'm betting big on the Timberwolves. And if I have to pick a Western Conference team that's not one of the, the favorites to make a run to the Conference Finals or even the Finals, it's the Timberwolves for me. And I'm picking it too. I, I I think they're going to make it to the conference finals. And let's not forget, just a couple years ago, we had the Atlanta Hawks in the conference finals. Do you think we you have know, two crazy conference finals picks? We could go Kings Wolves. Oh, um, what would the odds maybe be on because that? because I think I think the Kings could put out the Warriors. Yeah. So so Marcus is back and we're talking about whether or not the Kings could also make the conference finals with the oh, Timberwolves. Yeah. No. And I think the Kings could beat the Warriors. And if they can beat the Warriors, I think it gives them a window because Bruce Brown said the Timberwolves were the hardest matchup for the Nuggets and they're a little bit weaker. The Wolves are a little bit stronger, they're a little bit healthier. The Nuggets played longer. If they could knock the Nuggets out and then the Kings could knock the Warriors out, I I think there's a there's a world where that's a that's a reality. Um, I agree. I think both teams are really in the are kind of in the same boat where they both kept taking the step to show that they are competitive enough to not just be like, okay, hopefully we make the play in. Like, no, we are expected to be an actual force in our in our conference, we have playoff expectations and that we need to act that act accordingly. I, in my personal opinion, I just am a little bit higher on the Timberwolves just due to the Anthony Edwards um, X factor, even though they do have Rudy Gobert. The guy we haven't talked about is Jaden McDaniels, who I think is going to be an all defensive level guy. I think he's going to be a huge addition for them. For sure. I know that you're extremely high on him, and I think that 
on the defensive end that he did have a breakout season. I also think that Grant, while the Kings took the correct steps and have taken the right step, I think that they lack of a true star. And not to say that De'Aaron Fox or Sabonis isn't a star, but they don't have the gravitas of someone like Anthony Edwards, I think is really what is weighing it more so for the Timberwolves, in my personal opinion. No, that's that's a good point. I, I really like that, that you have there. So, honestly, I where would you think the Wolves would be if they hadn't traded for Rudy Gobert? And they had all those picks, and they had Jaden McDaniel up probably. In you mean the Vanderbilt? Lineup. Jared Vanderbilt. Oh, they Jared Vanderbilt too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think they'd probably be in a, in a better place, clearly, because they, they'd have more options. This hasn't worked, but I I haven't written this off. And again, I think come playoff time, having that kind of size, and then if McDaniel's really is a lockdown type of wing defender and ant. You know, come defense. You know, come playoff time is is a hundred percent checked in on the defensive end. I think they could be a really they could wreak havoc on that end for opposing teams. So I I don't know that they'd be in a better place. I I still like the like the trade even if it sucks not having picks for the next five seven years whatever however long it is. I uh, I I do agree with you that that they're still in a great place to be, but it's just hard. To know that if you ever needed that extra push to move for an asset that you think that you're going to need in the future, that you're missing those picks that you have to add as capital. So it kind of just unfortunately locks you into this plan where you don't really have the flexibility that you would really want to have when you're having when your two main defensive guys are one guy who's really offensively offensively skilled that can't play defense to save his life or you have one guy who's really good on defense but you put take him anywhere that's like six feet out of a basket and he's literally dead he's like a fish out of water it's it's phenomenal on schooling on the Timberwolves, so it, so say it's not that, say so I you know I phrased it where the Kings could beat the Warriors and the Wolves could beat the Nuggets, but I think if if it's the other way around, if the Kings have to face the Nuggets in round one, I think the Nuggets are going to beat the Kings. I think that's a terrible matchup for the Kings. Whereas I also think if they if the Wolves ran into the Warriors, I think Steph Curry could be a nightmare matchup for those bigs, just having to try and chase him around because his gravity is so far out. Um, so let's say it's not one of those two teams. Do you guys – I mean, I have the obvious one. You guys have already brought up SGA. I think it's the Thunder is the other team, but we've got the Pelicans uh, I'm looking at. Uh, really, those are the two, I think, other options. Uh, maybe Dallas, even with Luka. Do you guys have another another team you think might surprise us and jump into the Western Conference Finals? It's, I mean, it's kind of hard to rule out the Lakers and the Suns just because of you know what they're. Well, they're the favorites. They're, they don't. Yeah. You don't get to pick okay, them. Okay, sorry. Um, no, not really. I think that there's different that the tier structure in the NBA just from the off season looking in is quite structured to a point like, okay, you have your contenders, you have your up and comers, you have your highly unlikely and you have your ain't no way boys. And 
for example, like I'm interested in to see, I mean, I'm interested to see what like the Rockets do, but by any by no means I don't expect them to be like in playoff contention. Much less trying to be in the, the Western Conference Finals, I think. Would Memphis be a surprise if they were in the Western Conference Finals? No. It wouldn't be a surprise. I'm just I'm just optimistic with John missing 25 games. I mean, to be fair, I still wouldn't be surprised if there's still a 50, a, like still a 50, if not 60 plus one team yeah. with him missing all those games. Because the system seems to operate really well even when he's not in the lineup. But yeah. I'd be surprised uh, if they – I need to see them make it to the second round first. And like and like actually be competitive. Allow me to sell you gentlemen on the Oklahoma City Thunder. You've already sung SGA's praises. I already bought. We know Giddy's only gonna get better. We know Jay both Jalen Williams is only gonna get better. And what were they lacking last year? Rim Uh, protection. Chet Chet Holbrook. Chet, exactly. They were lacking Chet. They're getting ready to add that rim protection, exactly what they needed. And that guy has proven, at least in the limited time he's played, he is very willing to, to bang with guys, to, to contest shots, and he is going to be the rim protection they need. Sean, you're going to love and Marcus, this. Marcus, just, just a minute ago, you were like, well, I like the Timberwolves, but man, what happens when they need a piece and they just don't have the picks to trade for it? You know what the Thunder are going to be able to do come trade deadline? They're going to be able to say, huh, you know what we need? Whatever the fuck we want, and they're gonna be able to get it. And so, like, you know, if they are like the three, four seed, or even like the five or six, but it's really close. Who knows what's what's happening? They might be able to trade for trade for a, a, a pretty big name with all the picks they have, and just really, you know, catapult themselves into the forefront of contenders. All right, I'm buying your goods. So you have sold me, Sean. Chet Holgram is going to be what they expect Victor Wembanyama to be. <laughs> oh, well, that's the opposite direction of my Sean Bradley, but sure. That is, wow. I, I, I'm, 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 I, I've joined you on, on the side, on, on the, on the dinghy of hate. It's just you, <laughs> me. It's a two man boat, but it's you and me when we're rocking on a dog. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I, that's, it's a perfect world where Chet, is able to provide the support. Um, I like the amount of picks that they have that you mentioned. I think Chet might be part of some of those packages out at this point because I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy, but I love everything else that they've got going on. So I, you know, I, I love them to play spoilers. I love them to make it. Is Capella still on the Hawks? I believe so. I feel like he he is a good trade target. Yeah, the Hawks would definitely take draft picks. They'll they'll hit reset. Like I think we need backup think, for to get to get Chet. off to get yeah. off some to get off some cap or not even a backup, but he could play the center and then Chet could play that roaming four like Time Lord plays for the Celtics, where he's not necessarily having to bang against the guys, but he can drop drop down in and contest because especially if he can develop a three-point shot, he can let Capella be the five and Chet can can play that four for sure. I, I think mm-hmm. anyway. No, I you make a good point. It's we'll see. I'm TBD as per usual. That's just 
the way I kind of hang on that one. I I want to see it to believe it, if, if you must. So I, I haven't seen it, so I refuse to believe it. All right, but I'm going all in. I, I'm not only saying I think it would be the Wolves, I'm actually predicting the Wolves to make it because I believe Ant is going to make that leap into just the super duper stars. I think he, I think he is that good. I think he's that motivated. And I think he's just going to have a, a season where he's, he's going to be in the top five for MVP. He's, he's going to be that good. I, and I'm just, I'm all in on ant this season. Hmm. No, it's, it's a great pick. Um, you, you've scared me off the Kings a little bit with that nuggets piece there. Cause yeah, they are an absolute horrific, matchup against the nuggets but any other team i think i like their like i like the matchup but the west is so much about matchups yeah and i think right now the nuggets are the team to beat so that's the team you have to think about and who you have to build your roster around to beat and the way and the way the wolves played them they can they can hang with the nuggets and they present a matchup that's tough for the nuggets Hey Marcus, if you, if you had to pick one team in the West to go against the Nuggets to beat them, what team are you picking? If they're healthy, if they're healthy, it would have to be. Uh, there really is no other team but the Timberwolves. I mean, who else is really constructed to be able to suffocate the interior like that and like clog up the pass lanes for Jokic? It's almost like I'm picking the Grizzlies. I think I think the Grizzlies are my number one pick. I think the Suns are my number two pick, and then I think the the Wolves are my number three pick. I mean, for for me, it's the Suns. Is the Suns? It's all predicated on shooting for me with the Suns. Like if everyone's shots falling, then I think yeah, like they could outscore them. I just don't trust DeAndre Ayton enough. In the one in the one on one matchup, honestly, I think that's just where you just get kind of sold at. And the Grizzlies, I, I really like. I, I I can see it. I just don't. I mean, to be fair, you're saying with Stephen Adams playing, correct? Like like fully healthy. Yeah, team, yeah. Correct? Stephen Adams is okay. playing. Yeah. All right, so that's a very good okay. point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they also okay, yeah, traded yeah. for Marcus that, that Smart, makes... so you've got Marcus Smart. Um, Triple J, okay. Stephen Adams, Jaw, Desmond Bain. Like that is that is a lineup yeah. that is hard to score on. And Jaw is Jaw is so electric that even if the spacing's not ideal, he can still get to the rim. I would say the Pelicans, if we're going with a fully healthy team as well. Yeah. I I think that if you have like Zion that. out there, I like if I think that if you do have Zion out there. That it does open up the field on a different dimension for Brandon Ingram to take off the supplemental scoring feature, and you know if you just keep throwing Zion into uh, into um fuck Jokic. into the Joker, yeah. That's thank you. Damn, I got some smoking weed. Into Jokic, it kind of does create a, a little max uh, an interesting matchup. Yeah, we've never seen someone try and wear Jokic down by just banging into him. Right. We've seen them. We've seen them do it where they make him, you know, run around screens and chase guys. But we've never seen a guy just try and bang him and just just bruise like him, him. A, a series. And Zion, yeah. Zion could do it. 
Yeah, I think if you, I think especially in a series fighting sitting, we're able to just to bang him out game by game and just methodically wear him down by like game three or game four. That I'm not saying that you're gonna take him out of there, but I think that it's gonna add a different dimension to the game. That having Jokic at eighty percent compared to one hundred percent definitely does make a difference in the way that the Nugget system does operate. No, absolutely. I I would absolutely. I want to see that. I want Zion to be healthy this year. I, but you won't get that, John. We, <sighs> we won't get it. We we will not get that. He is my kryptonite. Like I I rag on him on this show, but I I want to see him so badly. Like he reminds me of Larry Johnson from back in my day, and. I want Zion to do that. Like he's he's so electric. He's so much fun to watch. Trey, can you Zion or LeBron? Of? Zion or LeBron. If you have to pick one to be healthy going into the playoffs, who are you picking? Damn. LeBron's only got a couple of years left, but yeah, yeah no. On, honestly, honestly, I have to pick LeBron just on just on the pure statistic of what I am seeing is statistically unheard of and like some unicorn shit. <laughs> yeah, like if I have to if I have to win this year, I'm definitely taking LeBron. But if I if I got a healthy player for the next couple years, I want Zion. I'll put it to you like this, right? Like in my opinion, that if Zion actually sells in the playoffs, it, it only takes one time, but just with the injury history and just watching him have, like, one shit playoff performance, oh, we're done. He, he's cooked. It's finished. No, absolutely. But you know where we can definitely see it? In a 2K sim. We can definitely see a fully healthy Zion at max potential. And a fully healthy LeBron on your decade team. So you actually picked both of them, which I did not realize before I pulled this up. I knew you had LeBron. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. We're talking about LeBron. And I click on it. And then who do I see but Zion Williamson? So just perfect, perfect synergy. No, absolutely. This was uh, when when it was put out on the Hoop Social Discord looking to, for a 2K team from the decades, 80s, 90s, the aughts, the 10s, and newer. I I went 80, I was going to go 80s Jordan, but I was like, no, I'll take him in the 90s because I want Magic Johnson from the 80s in his heyday, just whipping passes around. I need a good... I got Jordan in the 90s. I need a good center because I'm taking LeBron in the 2010s. Like, that's a given. So I'm so I want to take Tim Duncan because this team's gonna run. I want somebody that I can run with him and play some defense. And at that point, that's your he's in your aught. So you you need a current generation player. And it's really an open spot other than point guard. I mean, I guess you don't really want a shooting guard. So you're looking for a forward. Absolutely. And I need somebody to take some uh Take some, take some beatings off of Duncan. I need somebody who can bang bodies, and it's two K, so there's no injuries. It's Zion Williamson. Like if you need somebody to bang bodies in this day and age, it's Zion Williamson. <laughs> I see what you did there, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the, the thing is, it's not this day and age, and a lot of the other teams have Shaq. So he might be the guy that Zion struggles to bang bodies with. But other than that, I think Zion is going to be able to bully guys and get offensive rebounds. And from what we've seen in the previews and the trial runs, and I think the first game, it's all about offensive rebounds and dunks. And Zion can can excel at that with the best of them. But yeah, do you want do you want dunks? We've got Zion, LeBron, and Michael Jordan with Magic Johnson. You're not coming through for me, Sean. Can you hear him, Marcus? I can hear him. Yeah, I can hear him. Lame. <laughs> so yeah, we've got they are phenomenal dunkers, and Tim Duncan is the offensive rebounder. Absolutely. That's that's the team right there. Well, you, you say that's the team, but are you worried about – so I mentioned game one has been ran, and it, it's by a, a friend of mine. He's really a friend of every all of us. He's a hoop social guy. Uh, Cold Iron, we do Stone Sundays from time to time. He won game one with a team of Shaq, Kareem, Steven Adams, Hakeem the Dream, and Giannis. Nothing but size, length, and rebounding out the wazoo. And that's exactly how he won with Stephen Adams deciding to try and run point, even though Giannis was supposed to be the designated point guard. So, so Sean, seeing this behemoth of a team and knowing that this is, this is a 2K sim, are you a little worried that you might not be able to steal the ball enough before the these these behemoths just get down low and play what keep away. Yeah, I I'm really missing Adi's Jordan right now. I uh, <laughs> that'd be great if I had him. That is absolutely ridiculous, team. Damn, like honestly, I don't know how you stop this type. Of <laughs> like, how do you? Actually... <laughs> so I, I think we need to think of like an all defensive steals like wings team. So like Kawhi Leonard, Michael Jordan, Gary Payton, um, Scotty, just maybe maybe Scotty. yeah, Scotty teams right. like that. So I think I'm going to I'm going to request that from Ori is I'm I'm going to come up. We're going to come up with we'll come up with one now. So we've got Gary Payton, Michael Jordan in the yeah. '80s. Yeah. Or no, because we it has to be the decades. So yeah, so eighties um, Jordan, nineties Jordan. Peyton. So that'll be no Pippin. So we can get or so nineties Peyton. Um, we could get Kawhi in twenty fourteen. So twenty tens, and we can probably get what LeBron in two thousand nine. If we want, well, no, we don't. Well, let's try and think of somebody other than LeBron. Everybody uses LeBron. Yo, shout out to yo, that ripped Hamilton plug. Um, oh. Not, hold on, let me think. Because you don't want to use Gary Payton from the 2000s. No. Dwayne Wade? I, I, I mean, I... I, I Well, so you could go. You can go Pippen. Kevin Garnett. We should go Kevin Garnett. We need height. Great, great pick. Great pick. All right, so we'll we'll go. We'll go KG. And then, so we've got then Kawhi. And so we really need like a forward, or if we want to do another big from now, we can do another big from now. So it's two K. So we could go Wemby. 
No, he's not high enough overall. Uh, I would I was thinking somebody almost like an Embiid, or do we want to go like a Jokic so he could he could be our point guard? I like Embiid a lot more. I think Embiid more dominant. I think for yeah. the rebound yeah. aspect, yeah, yeah. for this yeah. for this aspect against this team, yeah. Okay, so we're going we're going Peyton, Jordan, Kawhi, KG, um, KG, Embiid, Embiid. It actually works. We have no we have no shooting at all. This is going to be a brick fest, but I, I can't wait to have him send it for us. So yo, I'm excited yo. for that. And I I'm already assuming he's gonna do it, but if he doesn't, I'll take the time and I will do it. But Sean, how confident are you against Cold Iron's team with the team you've built? I'll put yours up again. It's uh you do have size at least at the point guard position with magic. Yeah, yeah, we have size and we just need to run. Just run, run, run. Just try and unfortunately, there's no injuries and no fatigue. We just have to be faster. We just have to be faster. That's it. I mean, if worse comes to worse, just you can always hack a shack. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Start sending them to the line <laughs> and get the rebounds. Um, but yeah, no, this was a great episode. I don't have anything else. Anything. You guys want to bring up? Nope, I'm good. Do we want to replace Duncan with KG? I th- I said we keep KG. He's the he was the he was the guy who came to us in the darkness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like that one. KG, yeah, because he was great in those days. Like so long, he can he can j- definitely play defense because that's what we're gonna need against that team. Um, but thank you so much, boys. This was awesome. Had a blast. All right, before we go, I just wanted to check out Caleb's team. It is super standard, but it also has some size. How confident are you against this team, Mr. Sean? He's got Magic, Jordan, LeBron, Giannis, and Shaq. That's pretty good. It's a 2K dream. That is. I I like this matchup's going to be fun to watch. I really like it because it's, you know, I've got Duncan against Zion, so I'm losing a bit in size. At that end, just got to be faster. Just got to be faster again. <laughs> More speed. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one. Marcus, who do you think is going to win? I've got – Dang. In the uh, CSC uh. Civil War, I'm taking Caleb's team. I'm sorry, Sean. I just yeah. like the size of Giannis. I think that's going to make a big well, difference. Well, we already saw Shaq pull down 19 rebounds in a game. Right, him and Giannis so. together are going are gonna to be brutal. Yeah, yeah, Giannis is faster than Tim Duncan, Sean. By your logic, do you see where you see where this is going? Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be good. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, because he's basically got Greek magic with magic and Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're fine. No, yeah, it's a, that's a really good team. Caleb did an excellent job. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm, there's a lot of good teams out there in this tournament. It's gonna be the, phenomenal. So, quick question, because I can't read and I forgot to check my Discord. Is it like an element? Is it a thing where you're able to pick players and like no one else can pick, or can you guys just have overlapping players? Because if you guys want to make it interesting, you should do it where your people are able to only use one version of characters and have it like a tournament that style. 
Well, that was that was too complicated for yeah. random TikTok submissions. <laughs> so it's just well, everyone can pick one one year of a player. First come, Garrett. first serve in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> just a thought, you know. Just a thought. No, it's it's an absolute but, great idea. I do think I and I I honestly I had the same thought, Marcus, uh, off air. And I think with the success that this one seems to have been, and the interest will be there. If Ori doesn't do it with his, it'll it's something I'm interested in doing because I think it's a lot of fun. I'm disappointed in myself for not getting a team in on time. It, I just completely spaced. I saw it while I was at work and then com- completely forgot all about it. Completely my fault. But I'm I'm mad at myself for missing out, and I'm not going to miss out next time. So I will not miss whether out it's next him time doing it or someone else. Uh, I am. Very excited for the next version of this. Yeah, this is the new the new fantasy sports. We just play it through video games. And that's how we get together. Yo, no honestly, more. we should we should find a way to get this legalized so we can start uh, gambling. On- <laughs> it's like video game fantasy simming, two K simming. That's there's no way any of that can go wrong. There's at all. no way. There's <laughs> no way I can lose my house on this. <laughs> Only in America, folks. Only in America. Just way ahead of schedule. Um, but thank you so much, Trey. Where where can the people find this TikTok video? Uh, on TikTok at Hoop Social, I do believe. All right, phenomenal. Great to hear. Where can the folks find you? I'm on Threads at Final Finally. Marcus, where can everybody find you? Uh, threads and Instagram at No Chillwell. That is great. Thank you so much, boys. This was absolutely phenomenal. Much fun.